Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business, located in Rochester, Michigan. And my goal with the business is to help people move safely into an environment um, that they can live out their years with dignity and grace. But my goal with the radio show is really just to bring information and educate all of our all of us including our seniors on what to expect as we age what are the things we need to look for why do we need to pay attention to some signs and symptoms we want to stay safe as long as we can with enjoying our life as much as we can and being as independent as we can so each and every week i do my best to bring you information that i feel is pertinent that i feel is important um, both in life and in your life So today, our topic is um, giving back, and we've got the ladies of charity with us today, and we've got a whole crew of them here in the studio (laughs) in this nice little office. So I wanted to um, to first introduce each person, uh, and then uh, we're going to have the president kind of tell us what the ladies of charity does, if you haven't heard of it before. So I have Kathy... um, Tauscher. Good morning, Kathy. Hi. How are you, Wendy? Thank you for being here today. You're welcome. She's the past president, and I have Leslie Swanson. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning. Thanks for having us today. Okay. And then I've got Charlene Krupitzer. Did I say that right? You did. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, so glad to have you. So, um, Leslie, tell, tell our listeners, um, as the president, the current president, um, what... Ladies of Charity is? Ladies of Charity is a volunteer-based ministry, um, and we serve Oakland County, uh, the social service agencies. We partner with nearly 40 social service agencies, and we provide food, clothing, and household goods for their clients. We've been doing this for 50 years in Oakland County. We also have many other activities for seniors that they can participate in, and that would be helping young women, helping seniors, 
playing bingo with seniors, uh, partnering with other agencies at Christmas time to provide baskets of food and toys, and also um, at Thanksgiving to provide turkeys. Easter time, we provide hams. We have so many um, jobs that we look to fill with community volunteers um, to help the less fortunate in Oakland County. Wonderful. And I think it's amazing that everything you do really is volunteer-based. So I would love to hear from all of you ladies on, you know, how this touched your heart and how you decided to volunteer for this for this service. You're serving others, and it's, it's amazing. So I'll let you start, um, Kathy. Hi. Um, it's interesting. A lot of us have a common thread in how we started uh, volunteering for Ladies of Charity. Um, myself, um, and I've been past, I'm past president of Ladies of Charity, and I was president for four years. And one of the reasons why I got involved is um, I had been working for 3M Company for almost 30 years. And when you retire, suddenly you want to still use your skill set and contribute uh, to people around you. So uh, the treasurer of Ladies of Charity, Irene, her and I were working on another committee together, and she asked me if I would like to uh, start volunteering at Ladies of Charity. So I started volunteering at the Closed Closet Food Pantry on Thursdays. And it's such an interesting group of women, and the women pour their hearts out when they are putting together filling orders for individual families uh, that are requested by social work agencies. It's just amazing what these women do when they're working to um, achieve goals for helping those in need. That's awesome. And I know you served as president for four years and have been part of Ladies of Charity for 10 years, which is amazing. So thank Thank you you. for your service and all you're doing for people. I found that, I find that fascinating. And Leslie, tell us how you got started. And I know you're the current president. Correct. Uh, We, I joined a book club and a number of the ladies in the book club worked on Monday nights for the Ladies of Charity. And at the time I was employed, So it was convenient for me to just make a stop at Ladies of Charity after work and join those women um, in filling orders for the needy. And I really saw the value of helping others um, during those years. There's a lot of camaraderie with the women um, who help the Ladies in Charity. And you uh, will uh, make close friends Um, as you're working to help the poor. Um, So I did that while I was working. And then as I was looking towards retiring, I was looking for something that was fulfilling to me. Um, And I reached out to Kathy, actually, and I asked her, you know, if I could join the board of the Ladies of Charity. And so under her tutelage, I was the vice president for a year, and then I became um, the president this year. So it's it's been um, a, a longer path for me, but it's very enriching and enjoying. And again, friendship friendships have formed over the years. Oh, that's special. And I do see how when you serve together, you become closer. 
Um, so Charlene, um, share with us how, how you got uh, started in it. Sure. I knew of Ladies of Charity through my job as a campus minister um, in a local high school. And I formed with the founding members, Kay Brown and Irene Moen, the junior ladies of charity at Marion High School for a while. So I knew of the work of what was happening there. Then when I retired, I was like the other two here, um, looking for something to do with the skill set I had. And doing charity works, um, making collections with students, and giving it back to the community was just a natural fit. So when I saw the ladies of charity had a food pantry, and they were looking for somebody to help out manage that, it just seemed like a perfect opportunity for me to jump in and I've never regretted it at all it's been a wonderful experience right right well I appreciate what all you ladies are doing I know there's a lot of needy people out there and we need in order to meet those needs we got to get people to volunteer their time and to serve others and it's amazing when you serve how much you get ministered to and blessed in um, response to that so um who uh wants to tell me about how the ladies of charity got started the history i'd love to talk to you about that uh ladies of charity it was interesting it started in 1965 in a, uh, a basement in Beverly Hills, Michigan, and it was uh, started from some um, some of our founders who were with uh, our Lady Queen of Martyrs Parish, and they lived in Southfield and Beverly Hills, and they just started um, putting, uh, taking collections from people for clothing and small household items, but they were really just focusing on primarily clothing for those in need throughout their parish. So it started to expand, and it grew, and we became incorporated as a nonprofit in 1993. And then we started, uh, we expanded again, and for the last 20, approximately 20 years, we have been working out of um, the maintenance barn at the back of St. Hugo's, and it grew from there. So what started with uh, four to ten women collecting clothing in their basements and distributing to other parishes when they had those in need, it expanded from us now working through social work agencies who have clients who uh, need now small household household items, food, and clothing. Wow, that's amazing. And we celebrated our 50th anniversary in 2015. So we've been around over 50 years now. I love it. I love what you're doing for people. I think that's amazing. Um, So your mission, what is your mission? We really have a twofold purpose. Um, And it's to really enrich our members by way of giving their time and efforts um, to the needy in the community, as well as helping the needy with the things that we're able to bring to the table for them. So it's really twofold. Yeah, and I love that that you say it's twofold because in reality, like I said before, it's amazing how much you, when you give, how much you get back. Right. Exactly. So I want to encourage our listeners even today. um, I'm assuming you're looking for volunteers. Absolutely. Um, We run the clothes closet and food pantry um, 
three days a week right now. We have evenings available as well for volunteers. But we'd love to um, have more people join us in our mission. So, yes. Okay, share your phone number with our listeners, if you would. My phone number is 248-408-8101. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to talk about what types of projects um, the Ladies of Charity are working on currently. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that in the next segment. So stay tuned uh, for that information because I want to just share with you really quick two important days um, that are coming up that I would love you to be able to participate in as listeners. One is the annual Caring Coalition Conference. It is coming up on Wednesday, March 18th. And that is um, caringcoalition.org, or you can call 248-592-2687 to participate. The other one is, um, this is amazing, for Alzheimer's and dementia, anyone who's coping with a loved one. Tipa Snow is a world-renowned speaker coming into Michigan on April 21st. So definitely call my office and I can get you more information on that. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. Don't you love that feeling when you just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you so you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? 
Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations total market penetration for increased return on investment contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. That's 800-515-2397. Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to the Next Steps for Seniors program. We're here with some beautiful ladies with beautiful hearts from the Ladies of Charity, and they're telling us a little bit about what they're doing and the difference that they're making um, in our community. And so our topic today is giving back. And um, what I wanted to do is talk more about uh, the food pantry and the, you know that project that you're working on. Um, so I'm going to have Charlene share with us a little bit about what they're doing uh, with the clothing in the food pantries. The clothes closet and food pantry is housed, as Kathy said earlier, in a maintenance garage at St. Hugo of the Hills Parish. It's staffed by 100 volunteers and from all dem- denominations and all areas in the community. We are open to the public three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays from 9 until noon, 12.30, 1 o'clock, that kind of varies, but 9 to 12 is your actual, actual time. And it's open for people to drop off donations and for caseworkers to come and fill their orders. So a caseworker from a social service agency would put a request to, in, to us for food, clothing, or small household items. Then we would process that order, and our packers would walk through the warehouse and fill the order. And if you come into our warehouse, you'll see something that looks very much like a store. Each aisle is a department. So we have a children's department, an infant's department, a ladies' department, and a men's department. And then we have the food pantry part of the um, operation. We fill the orders. The caseworker comes on the day they say to pick it up, and then they deliver it to their clients. We need donations because we um, t- uh, spend the cash donations on food, blankets, underwear, and sheets. And then other items, such as shoes, clothing, is donated by members of the community. We are always looking for especially children's clothing, so 
grandparents, if you have grandchildren and you know that, we need the clothing. I got clothing. I'll bring it to you. Okay. I had four, I had <laughs> four, foster, I had four foster kids, so Great. I've got tons of kid clothing. We would use them. And the second big need we have is those brown paper grocery bags that you bring your groceries home in and you want to know where to recycle them. We use those in our food pantry because for every order we send out, it's double bags. So for every order, we use two brown bags to fill those orders. The, it's fun to watch the packers fill these orders, and two, both Leslie and Kathy have been packers here. They do it with such love. So perhaps it's so much fun, um, and you know, it's nice of you to to bring it up, Shirley. And we have a lot of fun. We get uh, orders from the caseworkers, and each order will have uh, just the first name, the age, and the number of people in the household. And if there's something in particular someone needs, like uh, an outfit for church or outfit for work or a school uniform that would involve, like, khakis and a white shirt or work boots. Um, So we will go through the aisles at the clothes closet, and we will try to match up items with what people need. And then these ladies put such heart and soul into what they're packing. If somebody needs an outfit for church, they will add a handbag. They will try to pick like a dress with a jacket and then pants that they could wear with the same jacket and then a couple of blouses. And they'll add a handbag and then maybe a scarf or two, um, jewelry. We have uh, we get lots of donations of custom jewelry. So they try to coordinate outfits. So they might only be getting four or five items, but these items they can mix and match with. And everything is done with such love. You should see the look on people's faces when they're filling orders for children and infants. And they want to find the cute little booties and the the little dresses and the cute little boys' um, jackets. And anyway, everything is filled with love. So when recipients receive their bags and go through it, um, I hope that they feel the love that everyone is packing in along with the items. I bet you they do. I'm going to go on a limb and say they feel the love. That's awesome. I think it's also important to mention uh, that Charlene does a terrific job organizing um, the warehouse because, you know, again, we get in uh, donations from the community and we open the orders and we put them in the right bins and everything is uh, in line so that when you're a packer, you just have to go to the bin and you'll be able to obtain the clothing or the item that you that you need. And if you think of a 3,500 square foot warehouse. I was going to ask how big it was. Okay. And now we, got it. we get donations every day, every week. And to keep that organized so that we can distribute the things effectively, it's a massive job. And, you know, when I fill orders, um, my favorite portion is the children's section. I have six grandchildren, and I just put myself in the shoes of the person who's asking for these children's clothing and blankets and books. I mean, we have a need for children's clothing, and when you think of a child going without a coat in the wintertime, it just makes you want to reach deep into your household. I, I tell my children, you know, bring something to me. Bring me their used clothes for that they use for my grandchildren. So it's a really worthwhile um, effort, and it helps you get involved as well as getting your family involved in it. 
Well, one of the things I think that um, nowadays a lot of people are turning their clothes in to get money at these places. And that's fine for, like, ladies' clothes. But for kids, let's all give them back. Right. Like, what? I, how can you not? Like, who needs money for kids' clothes? Give them to the kids who need them. Right? Exactly. And, you know, when you think of these small children um, in the situation that they're in, now we need to do that. We need to give our used clothing back to these children. So tell us, Charlene, what is your um, your trick to organizing this whole thing so um, and streamlining it? That is uh, an interesting challenge. Um, there are three of us that really are running the clothes closet on that directive level. So we have Ann Minobly, who is the clothes manager, and Mike Kirby, who handles the food, and then I work with both of them. As I joke around, say I keep the bills paid, so the roof stays over the house. But each each department has a department head who's a volunteer and probably an assistant. And so our donations come in, sorters sort the items, put them near the department aisle, and then the department heads come in, stock their bins, make sure everything is together. For instance, with children's clothing, they'll pair a T-shirt and a pair of pants. So when a packer comes along, they can just pick out that outfit right away. To give you some idea of how many orders to keep these people busy. I was just going to ask that that question. In February, we had 864 requests for clothing, food, and household items. Wow. Which served 451 people. That's just the month of February. So, so far this year, we have uh, packed 7,891 orders, serving 5,000 people. So, we're on target to probably pack 13,000 orders, impacting 8,000 people in just Oakland County. So, the need is there, and the help is there to keep <laughs> for us to get people to help us get these orders out there to people. It's great, it's satisfying to watch the volunteers walk through the place and pack these orders and to watch how much they enjoy each other and the friendships that have developed from it. It's not just a ladies' organization, though. Ooh, this we is important to know. We have men. And, in fact, a lot of our food pantry are males. And they have a great time, and they also form bonds of friendship. And we'll talk about their golf games while they're park, packing food. And then sometimes we'll go out afterwards and have coffee somewhere and continue that friendship. So it's a great um, opportunity for all of us to be involved over there. And there's behind-the-scenes activities, too. So for somebody who is not interested in coming in and sorting through donations or packing orders, we have other um, activities that need to be done behind the scenes. Order takers who process our mail. We have online orders. We have people looking at that. And we also have people who need to put data into our monthly program so that our statistics are there That for the, like I just shared with you, that um, need to be done on a monthly basis. Well, too. and I love that you're tracking it because a lot of people are like, oh, they're doing such good work, but we have no idea how many people you're touching. But you do. You're like, oh, let me just tell you. We so do. that's important because people want to know that they're you know, giving towards an organization that's actually making a difference and affecting the lives of so many. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I love what you are doing. What are the hours of the clothing and the... Um, so our public hours are Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 9 until 12. Yeah, you did say that. Okay. And sometimes people will come after those hours, and you'll find people there because a lot of our work is done outside of our public hours. So department heads will come in and sort their bins, sort the 
donations. Um, we have a donation coming on Saturday, so we have a crew of people who will meet the people who are bringing this clothing to us, and we'll then stand, stay there and sort them. So do you have scheduled days that people should bring stuff to you? Like, what if our listeners right now are like, I want to bring some clothes to you? What should they do? I would say Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Okay, from so those days three. are so the only times are, you would prefer. Right. You we would, would prefer. prefer. Because okay. we don't have the ability to, for people to drop them off and leave them at the door. We don't have a drop box or No drop like box. That. So okay. it's best they come when we're open. Got it. And then um, they do they get a tax write-off? They can have a tax form if they so choose to have one. We'll sign it, and they'll list what they donate, and then uh-huh. they use that for their tax purposes. Okay. Okay, wonderful. Well, I think it's amazing. Um, share your phone number really quick with our listeners one more time. Uh, my phone number is 248-408-8108. All this right. And Leslie. Yes, and you're listening to The Patriot at FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be back in just a moment. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and the Patriot Detroit on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journey through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world to see over 40 iconic sites straight from Scripture. For details and to reserve your spot today, visit PatriotDetroit.com. Search keyword Israel. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. We started the timeshare cancellation industry over 10 years ago because we were sick and tired of seeing good people lied to. We were the first, and we remain the largest. What makes us better? Our employees. My name is Lauren Gray. I'm a timeshare team manager. It's incredible to think that over 300 timeshares, 300 different methods we have to master. That's experience, the assurance that this is going to be done right, that we have your back no matter what the timeshare company throws at you. Today we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-838-2626. 800-838-2626. 800-838-2626. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long, stapled cotton, and he guarantees they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free by calling 800-861-6525 and use promo code LUKE at checkout or go on the web at MyPillow.com. But be sure to use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. Well, the energy is good. You know, you hear the commercials, and it sounds you know pretty hokey, to be perfectly honest. But uh, I used to get tired at early afternoon, and now I don't get tired till evening. And I don't get sleepy as early as I used to. And I definitely have more energy. 
I have fewer aches and pains. I haven't had any colds. It seems to be working, so we'll keep going with it. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling one 800 2468751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code DETROIT. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our program today is called Giving Back. And our goal is truly to share with our listeners some ways that the community is giving back and maybe what you could do to help. So I just want to clarify, um, when they say the hours that they're open to the public, what they're looking for from us is clothing and food to bring during those public hours to this charity, clothing and food items. And um, they specifically give the clothing and food items out to uh, social service agencies, so such as Easter Seals, um, Daughters of Charity, uh, Catholic some... Relief Services. Yeah, they all have social um, social workers or social service care managers that are placing these orders with your organization and then coming and picking them up once they're all packed. So I just want to make sure that's clear to the listeners because we did talk about a lot in the first two segments, and what we don't want is to have everybody going there individually and trying to get clothes because (laughs) they're not open to the public. They're open to the public only for drop-offs, not for pickups. Um, So I just want to make sure that's that's clear. And then I know that um, Kathy had some stories she wanted to share. And I think that, you know, stories are real relatable. And, you know, we need to hear the impact that we're having um, by bringing you products, what it's having on the community. So, uh, Wendy, uh, thanks for asking about stories. I can always tell stories uh, coming from a sales background. However, uh, it was a Thursday morning, and it was snowy and kind of cold, and and we got a phone call. And on Thursdays, um, we're not open for pickups or drop-offs, technically anyway. Um, And we fill orders for one specific social work agency on Thursdays. So anyway, it was a Thursday morning. We did get a phone call. We actually we answered the phone, and it was from one of the social work agencies. And she was having um, going to pick up from the hospital a 40-year-old homeless woman who was uh, being placed in, in an apartment. And she uh, was... I don't. She had like broken her ankle, and she needed shoes, and she had no clothes because she'd been living in her hospital gown for the last two weeks in the hospital, and she was homeless prior to that. So they were placing her in an apartment, 
and she needed clothing. So we immediately, there were like seven of us working that day, and we all split off, and one person took shoes, and one person took underwear, and one person took um, pants, slacks, and tops, and another person was looking for a coat, hats, and gloves. And then, you know, they wanted to, uh, they ran towards the back to get um, a bag of uh, uh, personal hygiene items. And they wanted to make sure that she had some shampoo and uh, personal products also. So then we had to uh, fill in socks, and uh, they put in a scarf and a couple pieces of jewelry just to just to make it look more personal. So the social worker um, actually came to our door within half an hour. She had the woman in the car. Um, we helped her carry the two bags out and you could just see the look on this woman's face she had tears in her eyes that she was actually going to have shoes and not have some paper slippers that she was wearing in the hospital so anyway it's um and this happened last year so there are just so many heartwarming uh things that happen uh but anyway it was very special and and these are the moments when you know that you're doing the right thing, right? You're like, I'm so yes, glad I'm yes. volunteering here. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you just shared that story because now all of our listeners can grab a hold of something and say, this is real life. Like this really happened. There are people that are in the hospital that don't have clothes to put on when they leave the hospital. So thank you for what you do. And I think that's amazing that you've been able to make that effect on different lives. I know that um, Charlene had a story she wanted to share also. Sure, I do. Thank you. This was a Christmas story. We had a caseworker who gave an order for a mom who was living on the streets. But by the time the caseworker was able to come get it for us a week later, the mom had moved in some, some transitional housing. So she had a roof over her head at Christmas time for her children, but she had nothing. So when the caseworker came to pick up, she shared that mom had something. So we said, no problem. We have sheets and blankets for beds. And we had a donor donate a lot of their used Christmas decorations, so including a tree. So we immediately packed all that into the caseworker's car, with the tree and toys and stuffed animals that we had, books for the children, and gave her all this. And the caseworker, we had a question on the size of one of the children. The caseworker called the mom to check on the size and if the woman had a microwave in this housing that she was in. And the caseworker was explaining, we have this for you, we have this for you, we have this for you. The mother broke down into tears and asked if she could speak to one of us. And she said, I had just finished praying I didn't know how to give my children any kind of a Christmas and what I would do for them. So we just thanked her for her, wished her a Merry Christmas, and hugged each other and the caseworker as the caseworker was able to take all of this to this family. It's that kind of rewarding um, that we see on a daily basis. We see these kind of things daily. A caseworker walked in the other day and said, by any chance would you ever get a microwave? I said, well, occasionally we get a donation of one. I'll make a note for it. One of our volunteers was back in the houseware department, heard the conversation, and said, we just got one in this morning. It's right here. I'm putting it on the shelf. So it's just those kind of stories that just make the days go by and feel really good. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love what you guys are doing. Share a little bit more about the food, the food pantry and the, the food items that you need so that people know what to bring to you. Sure. We use non-perishable food, so everything has to be shelf-stable. We have no opportunity for refrigeration. Most of our food is 
purchased with the dollar donations that we receive from an organization called Gleaners Food Bank, which allows us to purchase the food at a relatively small cost, and often it will be USDA food that's given to us free of charge. So when people run donations for us, so our food drives, we need to make sure that everybody understands that it has to be non-perishable and that it has to be a date that's ready to use. It can't be past an expiration date because we cannot give that type of food out. We try to give the families as well-balanced a meal as we can, so we will try to get protein in there. We have the vegetables. We have the fruit. We try to give cereal and some, like, tuna dinner fixings that we give with the protein. Peanut butter is always a required uh, staple, macaroni and cheese. And then we've been able, through gleaners, to get some of their special packs of what they're called treats. So those are cookies or candy, sweets like that that are donated to gleaners that they package up in these boxes and they allow us people who are partners with gleaners to get some of those. So we always try to put some little extra treat into this food for these families. And then um, they're able to come to us once a quarter, so four times a year we could provide a family with food because our goal is really emergency relief for families. Um, But the caseworkers will tell us stories of how their client is down to the last $5 for the month. And so this food that we give them gets them through that month. A lot of the families have jobs and have, uh, are making it on their weekly salaries, but they're called what we have called food instable. So an emergency comes along, a crisis comes along, and the money that would have been for food is now paying for the medical bill or the car fix that would happen or the lack of a job for the few weeks while they're out of work. And so the food is really necessary. Even this is Oakland County, the number of people who need food help in Oakland County is, is amazing. So we will accept food donations. Okay. So in, in the hours that people can drop off the food donations, one more time, I know it's three sure. days a week from 9 mm-hmm. to 12. I want to make sure everybody got that. Sure. Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays okay. is the best time to find us there. You always are assured somebody And what's your address? Our address is 2215 Updike. It's on the grounds of St. Hugo's of the Hills Church. So St. Hugo's of the Hirch, Hills gives us the And then space. you drive around the back okay. of the Correct. church? You, Drive okay. to the very far back of the property where you'll find a maintenance garage, and we're in part of the maintenance garage. Okay, so they should be able to see the signs where to drop the food right. off. When yeah, they get there. and it's right between the church and the school, and you follow the drive back between the two of them, the, those two locations. And yep. our door has a sign on it with Ladies of Charity and our hours and uh, contact information. Well, I've got to tell you, I absolutely love the stories you shared because you're impacting people's lives. And like that Christmas story was priceless because, you know, we're just the the hands and feet, so to speak, right? Um, There's a higher power. God knows what people need. And he is putting it on you to put all that Christmas stuff together, for example, which I think is so amazing. Um, So I am sure, listeners, that you're going to want to donate some products. I'm going to have them give their phone number again. Um, so that you can um, call them if you have any questions. But definitely Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, between 9 and 12, bring your products um, to them, food, non-perishable items, and clothing, especially children's clothing. What's your phone number again? The phone phone number at the Closed Closet and Food Pantry is 248-646-0920. 
and we have an answering machine, so if we're not there and you call after hours, just please leave us a message, and we will get back to you as soon as we can. And it sounds like they need volunteers, too. So if you feel in your heart that you want to be part of this um, giving back, definitely you can ask if you can go in and volunteer coordinating or moving clothes around, uh, packing, all that kind of good stuff. But their big, big need is items. Um, and if you can give financially because you don't have items, I'm sure they'll take your check. <laughs> Am I right? Most you're listening You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, and we'll be back in just a moment. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. Hello, friends. This is Luke Hammett, and I have some exciting news for you. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, choose News Talk Radio, then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. Operators are standing by. 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. That's 800-515-2397. But when you look at any intense fellowship that you've recently had with your spouse, if I said, what was it that caused you to fly off the handle? Conflict in marriage is natural, but what if you could learn to prevent it? On today's Focus on the Family Minute, Fawn Weaver offers this insight. If you say, she made me angry. No, she didn't. She either hurt you, she exposed a fear, There was something that was an underbelly that she mistakenly maybe went after. And it's not being comfortable with saying, what you just said hurt me. That's what causes this. Instead, we sort of cover that up with angry. We cover that up with other emotions that are aggressive. Those aren't our initial responses. Our initial emotions are always, always vulnerable ones. More practical marriage advice at FamilyMinute.org. and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. What a program we have today. 
Uh, we are blessed to have these three ladies in the house and sharing all that they're doing for others. And thank goodness that they are here. So I wanted to just put a shout out. If anyone is listening to this program right now who needs help, who needs food, or who needs clothing items, um, I'm going to have Kathy share with us how to get that help because there, there are ways that you can go about doing that. So just some elementary uh, information to know. When we all have a medical emergency um, or a police emergency, we always think to dial 411. Well, there is a number out there, and it's 211, and that's for more a personal emergency where you're homeless, um, you've lost your job, you need food, clothing to support your family. Um, So 211 is a number. They will, depending on your location, they will route you to a social work agency who can help you. And then that's where the Ladies of Charity gets involved. We work with about 35 social work agencies in the metro Detroit area, concentrating in Oakland County. And the social work agencies will come to us with the list of the families and their ages and the items that they need, um, you know, to fulfill their needs. So that's how we all get involved. So they, on, on their cell phone or any phone, you just dial any 211 phone. and you have to push pound or just send 211? It's 211, just like okay. dialing 411. Okay. Or 911. Yeah. And then, um, and then someone will direct you to social services. There are all of these social services agencies out there and you'll be assigned, I believe, a care manager or a social worker, Um, from that agency that will listen to you, hear what you need and your products, and then they go out and find it for you. So what a great opportunity for people who need food and and need clothes. And, you know, and I apologize. I made a mistake. I said, if you have a medical emergency, you dial 411. I'm an old person. Uh, 411 was the old information number. 911 is for dialing for medical. Yeah, if you need to go to the... (laughs) Yes, if you need to go to the hospital, if you need the police, you dial 911. But 211 will get you help for your personal living for your being able to support your family. So 211 is an interesting number that a lot of people don't know is out there. They don't know. And that is why you're here today. So (laughs) I'm very grateful um, for that. So thank you. And then I'm going to have Leslie share with us a few more projects because I know we talked a lot about clothing and we talked a lot about food, but Ladies of Charity actually has some other things that they do. So share that with us. Great. Yes, we have so many activities. We're busy all year And we support other charities. Uh, We have activities where you can support nursing home bingo. You can run the bingo at a nursing home. We support uh, Mary's Children, Mary's Mantle, um, where you can help the um, disadvantaged or you can help the disabled. We, um, during the Easter season, uh, we collect and provide hams for Match and Nutrition Center. We also, at Thanksgiving, collect turkeys and dollar donations for Match and um, to help with their uh, food distribution efforts. Christmas time, of course, is a big season for us, and we gather in donations of uh, money as well as toys and clothing and things for a Christmas basket, and we donate those to parishes in the area. We um, run um, a summer cr- uh, camp uh, for young children. Uh, we have a First Communion project for um, other disadvantaged parishes where we collect 
Bibles and rosaries, and we help um, with those children. So we we help children, we help families, we help the elderly. Um, we I'm, I've mentioned some of our projects, but there are so many more. And no matter what your talents are, if you worked as an accountant, if you worked in the finance area, if you worked in marketing, if you're a web designer, we can use your talents. You know, we can use you in the food pantry and clothes closet. We can use you on the board of Ladies of Charity. We have a lot of opportunities to serve the community. Wonderful. And I love what you're doing. I really do. And it really pairs um, closely with what we do here at Next Steps for Seniors because we have a foundation that we started just two years ago, unlike your 50 solid years of giving, Mm -hmm. um, just two years ago. And we're raising funds for people who need to move into assisted living but cannot afford it. So we actually have senior scholarships that we're giving to um, our recipients that meet eligibility criteria between 50 and $400 a month for up to two years. Um, the average assisted living stay is about 18 months long. So our goal is to bridge the gap between maybe what they get from Social Security and they can't afford to move into a place, right? So we get a lot of calls into our office for our foundation, and those same people are probably people that need, you know, food and clothing and those types of things. So I see a, a really um, collaboration and a synergy between what we're doing to help others. But the bottom line, listeners, that I'm my takeaway from this program is there is so money, so much need in our community, in uh, Oakland County, Wayne County, in our state of Michigan. And if you have a roof over your head, food on the table, money in your bank account, and you're healthy, please take this opportunity to do something for somebody else because there's a lot of people out there and a lot of needs. And it's sad, but we can make it a better world if we all work together. There used to be a song. What was it called? Going to make the world a better place. Remember all the Hollywood movie stars got together and created this song. Yeah. We are the world. That's what it is. It came to me. Feed the world. Yeah. Yeah, Because who makes the difference? We do. We do. Because we have the opportunities to give back. So I love all those programs, including the summer camp you said for for the children. How does that work? The summer camp is a new activity for us, um, but we support... uh, a summer camp in the city of Detroit, mm-hmm. um, and there's approximately 60 children who attend the summer camp, and we provide food. I mean, you think that, um, you know, when the schools let out, children don't necessarily have access um, to the same support in terms of lunches. So the Ladies of Charity will go down there and help with um, with lunch. We'll, uh, you know, actually provide the pizza or the hot dogs or you know, the fruit for the children. Um, So we make an effort um, to supplement the program in terms of providing um, healthy alternatives for the children. Wonderful. So in closing, we got three minutes left of our program. I'd like each of you just to spend 30 seconds or so just kind of recapping what you believe is the most important takeaway. If someone's just tuning into this program, what is it you really want them to know about Ladies of Charity? 
Well, one thing about Ladies of Charity, again, um, remember that we are a volunteer organization consisting of about 350 volunteers. A hundred of us work at the Closed Closet Food Pantry, um, and we are dependent on personal donations to keep us running. Uh, we pay no employee salaries. Um, every penny that is donated to us goes towards the purchase of food, clothing, items that are needed. So your money is not going elsewhere. It's going to exactly where it needs to go. Um, we were very fortunate about 10 years ago. We started, uh, we got a volunteer who writes grants for us. So we do, we can get some grant money, but we are still very dependent on public donations. Um, and that's how it's because of the public donations that we can all work together, that we have the camaraderie that we do amongst all of us, and that we can uh, fill orders and help those in need. That's okay. my take. Leslie? Okay. I, my take is if you feel um, called to help the less fortunate, you can't find a better organization than the Ladies of Charity um, because of the breadth of our activity, the scope of our work, and the volunteers that we currently have. So please consider volunteering for the Ladies of Charity uh, and joining us um, either at the warehouse, on the board, or in any of our other activities. And please reach out to any one of the three of us, and you know we would be happy um, to mentor you in terms of finding a job that's just right for you at the Ladies of Charity. Okay, and our last person we're going to have here from Charlene. Sure, and I would like to remind you that no matter what your age, you're able to volunteer and give back to the community. I love to involve the youth in the community in the work of the Ladies of Charity. And for our Easter dinners that we'll be packing in a month, we have three schools in the area providing the services for that. So they're collecting the jelly beans. They're going to stock and set up our packing day for us, and then we have a group of students coming in to pack that day. So it's always fun to have all ages involved with the Ladies of Charity. And I like to impress with the students that no matter what you do, even a small thing like donating a bag of jelly beans will make a big difference in the community for someone. Well, ladies, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank each of you for what you're doing. Thank you, Ladies of Charity. 50 years going strong of just an amazing ministry. Um, I think that the drop-off times are important to know. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 9 to 12. And Charlene's going to give the address again. 2215 Updike Road on the grounds of St. Hugo of the Hills Catholic Church. And they really need our help. So if nothing else, you need to pack up your trunk and bring the stuff. Of course, we want it clean. Yes, please. And do you want it separated by category? No, Does it we'll matter? Separate. We have people who do okay, that. Okay, just wash it. You wash got it one. Clean. You got one thing. Wash it. Okay, thank you. God bless you guys. You're listening to... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.